Hi there, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I am here with Roberto Martinoli and Barbara Muckerman. Roberto being the CEO and president, and you being the chief commercial officer of Silver Seas. And we are on the brand new Silver Origin, and we're here for the naming ceremony, and this is Insider Travel Report. Guys, thank you. It's so good to see you. Great to be, great to see you, Alan. Great to see you, great to be on the ship. Um, my first question, uh, I, I wouldn't mind you just quickly talking about what this naming ceremony meant to you. Well, this, this is something really big for us because uh, we saw the ship coming out of the yard from, the, uh, from Holland and we had to go there in, uh, in COVID times. We couldn't stay. We had to go off and fly back, take delivery. I'm, I'm trying to imagine then, this. You know, and then we let her go through the crossing the ocean, coming over here. Uh, seeing that beauty that wouldn't mm. be able to operate was really sad. Mm. And uh, so it's, uh, it's great to be here, great to be... And actually, it's I have really to say that being uh, able to do the ceremony here in the Galapagos has been a great, great thing. I loved it. But you didn't just do the ceremony. What did you do? We did the Zodiac Chic ceremony. <laughs> Zodiac Chic, absolutely. And what does that mean? So, to my knowledge, this is one of the very few christenings that happened from the Zodiac. I understand the operation team tried the breaking of the bottle with about two cases of champagne. <laughs> That's what they told you. Yeah. Yeah. It probably worked the first time, and the rest was gug, gug, gug. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Maybe, but also because we are in a national park, so we couldn't leave a piece of glass enter entering the water. Mm -hmm. And as Roberto says, this was an incredible special day for yeah. all of us. Right, right. What well, was for us, it was amazing. It was. The sun was setting yeah. in the background. It was picture perfect. It was. it was. Thank you. What that makes this ship different than any other ship in the Galapagos? Well, we like to say that this is the most elegant ship to ever, you know, ever sail the Galapagos, and she's destination built. So this ship wouldn't be as perfect in any other destination. Galapagos has a very particular climate. As you know, the Humboldt Current is coming from Antarctica, mm -hmm. penguins and seals. Mm -hmm. So it yeah. can get cold in certain yeah. specific areas. And so, the, for example, the last deck, is done to open or close depending from the weather. Oh, um, the the deck above. Yeah. yeah. Can you can you can inside or outside? It's all windows. Sliding yeah. uh, glass windows that mm -hmm. you know, so you can shelter from the wind or keep it open when it is warmer. Perfect. So for it was it was really well thought and uh, for the specific destination. So that's a big plus, and uh, you know we are very fortunate to have had this opportunity because most of the ships that are around here they were converted from, you know, some other purpose. Right, so, right. You know, purpose that makes built. a big difference. And then you showed us how the Zodiacs are deployed. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, yeah, the deployment of Zodiacs also works pretty well. I mean, we have this, uh, you know, big... Uh, well, normally, it's yeah. on top behind. Yes, normally it's on top, and this one has a... Well, some ships do have this uh, arrangement, which is like a, a sort of a garage inside the ship, where, I mean, you know, leave the Zodiac and put it down there. So, which, I mean, it's a very efficient way of operating. We have both. I mean, no, this is great. You can deploy, deploy quickly. You can deploy quickly because you are low on the water. You don't have to bother about uh, going too much high. And uh, so if there is wind, I mean, it's easier. And also, uh, you know, uh, transferring the, the Zodiac operators onto the, onto the boat is, is a lot easier. And I would also think you could do repairs because it's inside. Of course. 
is inside, is sheltered, so you don't have the UV heating the zodiac all the time, and you can so repair it. So it makes it last long. Yes. What other yeah. things make this a different, uh, special ship for the Galapagos? Okay, the the, the other in interesting particular of that ship is the propulsion system. Oh, right. We have two pods that have counter-rotating propeller on either one, and uh, they also act as rudders, and the ship has dynamic positioning, so we don't have to anchor. We can stay on engines, and it's very efficient. I was there uh, observing the operation, so the ship stays stand still, with those pods rotating and doing anything they need to do and the bow thruster and the stern thruster. Now so one would say that yeah. takes up a lot of fuel, but talk about your fuel. Not at all. Actually, with this ship is much bigger than the Silver Galapagos in terms of volume. And this ship is burning 15% less fuel in absolute so then, terms. Then which, which, which? The, the, silver, uh, the Silver Galapagos, that was the ship that we had previously oh, here. Right, right. Much smaller in volume. Right. But I mean, and this is less. Overall consumption, absolute consumption, 15% less, with a very sophisticated system, very efficient. And of course, I mean, needless to say that not to drop the anchor in these places where you want to preserve the bottom of the sea, you don't drag the bottom with anchors all the time. So it's a great thing, it's very efficient. The diesel generators are tier three, which is state of the art from an environmental perspective. So I mean, in a small ship like this, to find all of those features is really, really incredible. Anything else from the from from the sustainability side? Well, uh, water treatment system, they are incredible as well. They are state of the art. I mean, you know, almost producing, I would say, close to drinking water. I mean, the effluent, I mean, you know, so it's really the, uh, you know, a very minimal impact uh, uh, that is coming from that ship, yeah. Now on the product side though, there are still more differences. Yes. So, all suites, all butler is the only ship in the Galapagos to have that. Mm -hmm. We actually have uh, water purification systems in every suite. Right. So that uh, we don't use plastic because you, you get a bottle at the beginning of the trip and you keep it. I also think that something that's very special is our approach to the destination. Um, Silver Origin is all about a celebration of the Ecuadorian cuisine and food. And of course, the service is at Silver Sea Standard, but with some of the best guides on the park. Well, and we're almost getting ahead of ourselves, but you have to talk about salt originated. Tell us the story. Yeah. I actually, we had the original idea from salt when we came to the Galapagos first. Sea and land taste. Yes, yeah. sea and land taste is our culinary program, which we launched on Silver Moon and is now going to be deployed on Silver Dawn. It's all about discovering the authentic food and cuisine of the destination. And actually, a lot of that concept came out from observing what we were already doing in the Galapagos, because here it's all about celebrating this Equatorian cuisine. Mm -hmm. And you will try this week amazing ceviches, all these incredible grains that they use to cook. And this is really about discovering the authentic beauty of the world, which is what Silvers is all about. Well then, let's just talk about the, uh, the restaurants. What do you have here? So we have two restaurants and they can both accommodate 100% of the guests. So if everybody decides to eat outside at the same time, everybody decides to eat inside at the same time, we can handle it. And I think that's pretty unique. So how many, two restaurants, how many bars? Uh, two bars. Okay. And we yeah. didn't go over. How many suites? How does it break down? So we have a total of 51 suites, eight different categories, six upper suites from medallion to owner suite, and then two categories of veranda, one with balcony and one with the trademarked horizon balcony that, again, gives a different opportunity for everybody to enjoy these beautiful islands. 
All with walk-in closets. All with walk-in closets, all with butler, yeah. all with the incredible Silver Sea service. Yeah, so if you want to go to the Galapagos with butlers, this is the only way to do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the public areas, in fact, all of it is what kind of luxury? It's whispered luxury. And we're so proud of Basecamp, the place where we're here. Right. We actually have the largest LED screen of the whole of Ecuador, uh, the country, I mean, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. on the ship. And the, the guests are having a blast enjoying this incredible content. Well, you have proprietary uh, software. Yes. And we saw how a, a leader can go up to it, pick a spot, and choose the films to show before we embark. Actually, the guests can do the same. So I hope you will enjoy playing with Base Camp. Done. <laughs> Done. And we'll show you all how it works. Uh, <clears throat> it feels like COVID's in our rearview mirror. And yet, you guys haven't let up. We were tested. To c before, before we came here, we tested ourselves. Yeah. We tested when we got here. We're going to be tested throughout. Tell us what your protocols have evolved to. And, and where we're going from here, and, and when sure. does it end? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we made so many predictions about COVID and they were all wrong. So I'm not going to adventure in yeah, making okay. predictions because uh, it's going to be very difficult. Okay, to okay, mean, you okay. know. But uh, obviously things have been improving dramatically in the last few weeks. So we see a very different environment. In uh, between mid-December and mid-January, we've been hit, we've been, you know, we've been hit very, very hard. We've been having a lot of cases, but on the other side, uh, we've seen that our procedures are working very well because we did a lot of uh, preventative, we took a lot of preventative actions that are still in place now. We are waiting until the end of the month to relax it because we see now a very different uh, development. So we can certainly now think of uh, going a little bit, you know, like less uh, extreme on that, although people were feeling very comfortable because they were feeling protected by the action that we've been taking. So uh, we are just about to publish our new set of protocols that will be a little less stringent. You will still have cool. to test, but we will be able also okay. to allow testing uh, that you need to use to travel to the destination mm -hmm. instead of repeating another one. Okay. I mean, you know, use of masks is going to be relaxed a little bit. And this is all uh, along the lines of what the latest CDC rules uh, uh, that have been published, uh, uh, you know, recently, uh, you know, suggest. So um, we've been very, very strict. We are just about now to relax because we see numbers different. And the other good thing is that we did not have any serious case. All the cases we had were very mild with like, you know, like very mild flu-like symptoms and stuff like that, nothing. I mean, to be too concerned about And your protocols that. protected everyone? Yes, and, absolutely. And, and the cruises of course, continued? You know, the moment, of course, Omicron has been extremely contagious. So no matter what you did, I mean, you know, there was some infection. But, I mean, you know, we were really limited to the, to, the, to the biggest possible extent. So this must reflect in bookings. The, the optimism must be showing up. Can you tell us it a does. little? It does. What, what are you seeing? Well, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, you, when, when you see the number of cases going up, bookings are going down and vice versa. Yeah. There is a direct correlation. There is no question about it. Okay. So now that things are much better, most definitely we are in a much better booking environment. And it was, actually, we were uh, doing pretty well between May and December. And then mid-December comes to up to mid-January. It was really, you know, very pretty slow. And then when Omicron started going way down, we saw the opposite. So, I want to talk about the uh, updates, new ships. 
You have some news. Let's let's talk Silvernova. about that. Well, I mean, the, the the big news for us is Silvernova. Yeah. She will come out uh, next year from Meyerwerf. Sailing where? Uh, she will uh, be delivered in Germany in June, and she will start sailing out of uh, the UK. I mean, the first departure is going to be UK, Barbara. Yes. And in July. Yes. And July then she will come down to the Mediterranean. You, you well, know I the thought days. you would take the question. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so Silvernova will be delivered in the summer '23 out of Germany, and she will start with a fantastic UK sailing out of Southampton on the 16th of July, 2023, mm -hmm. and okay. the ship is spectacular. Okay, and what are the differences? What, 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 what's, if, what are the new innovations for that ship? Well, I mean, it's a complete new design, and uh, it's um, the first thing to say that is an horizontal layout instead of vertical. So all of our previous vessel have uh, uh, cabins forward and public spaces after. Right. This one instead is more like uh, you know, like public spaces on say on certain decks right, right. and cabins on other decks. So we will have this uh, new layout, which is the first thing. It's going to be an asymmetrical design. Uh, you know, we ships are normally uh, symmetrical with the, if you take a longitudinal line in the middle of the vessel. This one is not. So there is asymmetry, and which means that the swimming pool, as an example, is like a sort of a horseshoe open to one side of the I'm vessel. Excited. And yeah. it doesn't have to be inside. The ba elevator banks are were one on either side of the ship. I mean, Wait, so what made you? Because my question came from: I know you're always learning. Each ship teaches you for the next ship. So I was expecting you to tell me, well, we were improving it. This is completely new. So it's what made you do that? It's new, but it will contain the same things that we have on the other ship. That are tried and true. Yes. With that. So we yeah. have our signature restaurants. We will have salt. We will have the all suites with butlers. So it, it is a silver sea ship. It is an evolution of our luxury. And it has this incredible sustainability um, offering. We, she's going to be the most uh, sustainable ship to ever sail the seas. Yeah. And we're very, very proud to be able to carry that flag. Exciting. Well, now, the yeah. reason we're really here is for our we're, we've, we're getting back to 100,000 travel advisors again. The, that's another indication of the recovery. Um, what should they know? I mean, let's get them to start to think Silver Sea. What do you well, want to tell so them? So to our travel advisor partners, I would want to say when you have a guest, you know, approaching you who has loved doing safaris in Africa, who loves to take land tours in India, ask him about taking a safari at sea. Because after having spent a week in this incredible destination, I have to say that the, if you book that guest on Silver Origin or on any of our adventure, Antarctic adventures, he's going to come back and come back because this is really an incredible product. Okay. Thank you both for having us here and for talking with us. Always Thank a you. pleasure. Thank Always you to Insider Travel Report. Thank you very much. And this is Alan Fine from that place. Yeah. <laughs>